Death, taxes, and tech news. The new album from the guy that brought you Brian the Electrician. That's a banger. <laughs> let's hear it. Play it. Our favorite electronics have been pretty expensive for a while now, so let's have some positive news, okay? The US federal government has lifted some tariffs on goods from China, specifically PCBs. So the hope is that products like motherboards will see price drops in the near future. Yes. The import taxes ranged anywhere from an additional 7.5 to 25%, so this will definitely make things easier on manufacturers. And hopefully, they'll pass some of those savings along to us. By us, we mean the Americans. <laughs> We're fine. We're not. We're all suffering. As far as whether graphics card prices will also drop, that's a bit harder to predict across the board due to high demand. But Asus is announcing that it's dropping its graphics card prices by up to 25% starting on April 1st. No joke. No, it, you would think so. That would be really bad for them. It's not a good luck, guys. <laughs> Horrible timing. Unfortunately, there still looks to be some not great news further out on the horizon for the entire chip industry. According to a report out of Taiwan, it's expected that fabs will have to pay over 200 bucks for a 12-inch silicon wafer by 2024, the highest price on record. It's just gonna equal out, I guess. This marks an increase of 20 to 25% over current levels, and to make matters worse, most fabs have multi-year contracts with wafer makers, meaning if some company needs extra to keep up with demand, looking at you, NVIDIA, you are so... They just keep putting them out. Thirsty for wafers. <laughs> Slurping them up. They're going to be rather hard to obtain. The good news is that the big wafer makers are planning to expand capacity and wafer costs aren't typically the biggest driver of how much you, the user, ends up paying at the store. But I'm still not too keen on spending an extra five bucks that I could have spent on actual wafers, you know. Or horse armor. The, <laughs> in Elden Ring, do they even have it? It wouldn't help. Do they have horses? I can't say I'm too surprised, but Apple is reportedly cutting down production of the new iPhone SE. In fact, the company is planning to cut production next quarter by a full one-fifth. iPhone slash edition. <laughs> I'd buy it. Apple is still expected to ship as many as 20 million of the lower end iPhones this year, but this is a lower number than Apple was hoping for. Oh, number go down. Poor Apple. Low demand and not the chip shortage is apparently the culprit, marking the latest example of consumers simply not being all that excited about lower end iPhones because they're jewelry. This is, it's simple. Remember what happened with the iPhone 5C? I got it from Ardeen's. What is that? Claire's <laughs> at the mall. There's also the price increase of $30 over the previous iPhone SE that's not helping at all, especially when the iPhone 13 mini is also positioned as Apple's main mid-range product right now. Can't have two small ones. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Brilliant, the website and app that makes learning STEM accessible and fun. Sure, watching YouTube videos to learn things is cool, especially when they're about tech news, but don't you wish you could like click and drag me around the screen sometimes? Don't try it. Brilliant is about active learning, so it's chock full of interactive visual problems to solve. Plus, there's no harsh grading, long lectures, or strict time limits, because you're here to have fun and learn for Pete's sake. Check out the new Everyday Math course and refresh your knowledge of foundational math topics you might not have touched since high school, or dive into any of the 60 other different courses. Brilliant is your oyster. Join today using our link down below and the first 200 people will save 20% off a yearly subscription. That's brilliant.org slash techlinked. Come on, get smart. Quick bits are the little things in the sky you can see on a clear moonless night. Boop, 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 we see all the little things. Riley. Oh. 
A new iPad Pro is on its way, and unsurprisingly, this one is expected to feature the new M2 chip. Oh, like new new. The new, you know, that new new. The news comes from well-known Apple insider Mark Gurman, who expects the latest iteration of the tablet to come out this fall. The upcoming iPad Pro is also expected to support MagSafe, so you can mount it to one of your car vents if you want a nice big picture to help you drive in your field of... <laughs> well, if you didn't want to use the one in the Tesla. If you get that one terabyte version, then you got like a $2,000 GPS. And some news about AMD's Zen 4 chips. I hope you've got a hefty cooler at the ready, as a recent leak indicates the upper tier Ryzen 9 7950X will have a whopping TDP of 170 watts. That's a lot of watts. Have you ever seen that many watts? A huge increase over the 5950X is 105 watts. What? <laughs> Unsurprisingly, this would be a 16-core processor, but that's a high TDP even considering the core count. So maybe don't pair it with a $20 air cooler, unless you want to burn your house down for points. Wish.com. Moscow-based cybersecurity and antivirus provider Kaspersky is now, ironically, on the FCC's security threat list. I didn't know there were companies who were Moscow-based. <laughs> Not anymore. You wouldn't know it. It isn't super surprising given that founder Eugene Kaspersky is suspected of being connected to Russian intelligence and Kaspersky products were already banned from US government networks. But it does make Kaspersky the first Russian company to be added to the list, which includes Chinese companies suspected of government entanglement like Huawei and ZTE. American companies, on the other hand, they don't speak to the government at all. They barely know anything about each other. They don't go to luncheons. They just give you a red envelope, slide <laughs> it under the table. <laughs> If you paid for iCloud in late 2015 or late 2016, congratulations! There's a class action settlement that came out of a lawsuit alleging that Apple improperly handled iCloud data. So not congratulations. I got 25 cents coming to me. <laughs> yeah. You got manipulated, but some, some coins. Payouts won't be going out until at least late 2022, and we're not sure exactly how much they'll be, but you should at least be able to, you know pay for a couple months of Apple TV Plus, if that's even. I doubt it, honestly. Severance, though? Apparently it's good. Should we cover it on our podcast? On They're Just Movies? Or with that little bit of money, you could also buy a game on Apple's first ever game console. The Pippin? Oh, that's right, they already have one. Uh, nothing is confirmed yet, but Apple is consulting with developers like Capcom and Ubisoft, as well as folks in the hardware industry to see if they can get one off of the ground. Off of the ground, hovering. This follows earlier reports of Apple poaching engineers from Microsoft for the same purpose, or Maybe for a hilarious prank. There's no console. We hired you for nothing. You don't have a job. <laughs> and we're not playing when we say that you better come back on Wednesday for more tech news because there's gonna be more, baby. And maybe even James will be here. Maybe we'll just call it the Apple Gaming Console. We're not talking about that anymore. The, like the episode's Apple, over. The no more Watch. tech news. It's no!